Hallelujah. It's coming back for you and me. Well, you all look very lovely this morning. Why don't you turn around and shake one another's hand? Because it might be the last time you shake it. We're going into a new year. We might be raptured before we get to the service tonight. So as the prophet said, say the greatest thing you could say to one another. God bless you. God bless you all this morning for your fine attendance. So we start this service last Sunday morning of the, of the old year. You know, I was just wondering whether or not God even understands years. I mean, he understands everything, but we got years and he's infinite. So we just want to be able to put uh, all our heart and effort into a service. We love him because without him, not one of us would be standing here to give him the glory. Without the blood of Jesus Christ, without Calvary alone, without the redemptive plan of God, where would we all be today? Useless worms on the face of the earth, just crawling around with no purpose at all. But by His grace and by His mercy, we can lift up our voices, we can glorify the King of glory. We, listen, I'll tell you something, young people and old people alike. There's a lot of people today that are going to church and do not know who they're worshiping. But we've had a message that come in this hour to identify Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are a people to know who we worship. We worship a living God and He's a very present God in time of need and trouble. And we're thankful that He's here this morning. Not as a ritual, but He's here because you're here. For wherever two or three are gathered in my name. God bless you and we'd like to greet you all. I, I would like to greet all those that are on the internet this morning. Those are the hundreds over the years. If not into the thousands that have joined us year after year. Faithful. Supporting us in prayer. Support us, supporting us in love and in their giving. And we want to thank them because they are a part of us. We're going to have a New Year's Eve service tonight and many of them won't be able to make it because it's nine hours difference, maybe overseas or wherever they are. And as an assembly, I I would like you to say, God bless you to our unseen assembly. We say, God bless you. And may God give you a happy and prosperous new year. May you walk into the victory wherein Christ has set us all free. And may God just bless Brother Kyle who is away, Brother Tim Dodd who is away. I used to, in the 90s, I used to be away, I remember one year in particular over New Year's. And I was flying back, I was in Singapore and I got on the phone hookup. I just bawled my head off. I just bawled my head off. I wanted to be so home bad, so badly home with you. And, and uh, so I know what it's like to be in a lonely hotel room, which we all, all ministers do. So we want to remember our precious brethren that are away and those that are away in this Christmas season. God bless you. Remember, we're coming into the end of a calendar year, of course, on tax purposes. There's a reason why that we're, um, we can only give up to the date today. If you want a tax benefit or, or haven't paid your tithes or your offerings, today is your last day to do that. Amen. It's wonderful. Wonderful to be in the house of God. So without any further delay, I've got a little subject maybe that will continue to uh, maybe make a comment or two tonight. We're looking forward to a wonderful time. We have different ones that will be singing, different ones that will be speaking. 
and uh, it'll be a blessed time. So don't miss it if you if you can can't help it. Just support us with your prayers. But we'll have a blessed time. I've got a number of scriptures. I'm going to take a subject, uh, something that I've looked at before, but it just seems so um, incomprehensible. So that that's why I'm titled the message the incomprehensible God and uh, you know I, I, I sort of you know had a little bit of a chuckle because I've been around a few years I've been around a few years and we've, I've heard so many different um, doctrines and different things and I'm not certainly not going to get into that nonsense but you know they get a definitive revelation and this is the definitive revelation I'm just trying to figure out how a finite brain can understand an infinite God and call it definitive it's just absolutely ridiculous but we're you know and, and, and for me to approach this subject is a very hard subject because then it seems like I can approach a, an infinite subject with a finite mind so if I could just take a little piece of it and, and bring it out to, to you this morning that you can enjoy really the wonderment of God and um, if anybody can enjoy it I believe that we can see the wonderment of God in this incomprehensible God that we actually serve so without any further delay let's turn to uh, Matthew 12 verse 22 and verse 23 Right. This evening service tonight is at nine o'clock, and um, I know that there's a little bit of border issues. They flock. They're busy. They're not busy. They're busy. They're not busy. Um, so just be prepared. The service is at nine o'clock sharp, and um, we'll try and, and keep it condensed as much as possible. We won't go to the two and three in the morning that we used to do when we were younger. You know, so we'll try and condense it a bit. So, without any further delay, let's take a look, please, at Matthew chapter 12, verse 22 and 23. I want you to enjoy the service this morning. You know, you know, so many people, they go to so many different events, and they're so hyped up. And they buy certain tickets. And, you know, if they get the box seat, they want to tell the whole world, yeah. I got a box seat, right. right? To something that's going to come and go and it'll be just whatever. But we're, we're going to enjoy eternity right now. Right. Something that God will speak to us will be forever. Right. And it's not a flash in a pan. It's forever. Right. So let them enjoy their football game and let them, you know, enjoy all that. We're going to enjoy Jesus Christ. Right. The living word. Amen. I, you know, I look at these young fellas up there in the balcony and I just wish I was so much younger already. I could burn at both ends and do so much more. They're just Youth is a wonderful thing. Too bad it's wasted on them. <laughs> Matthew 12 verse 22. Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil blind and dumb and he healed him insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake and saw and all the people were amazed and said is not this the son of David may the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word you may have your seats
Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Here comes Messiah. Here comes the prophesied word. Here comes the Lord himself in flesh. People were amazed. But how many followed? How many stuck with the word? How many believed actually what they saw? And I'm, I'm reminded as Jesus said, and he talked about that one that was down in, in the regions of, uh, of the lost or hell, and he was in flames and tells the parables of Abraham, dip his finger in some water so that, you know, I can quench my thirst and send uh, one of my brothers to tell, don't come here. And what does he say? He says, though one raised from the dead, they won't believe. And I'm looking at a bunch of dead people made alive. And we've had family, we've had loved ones, friends, associates, business partners. You were dead. You are alive. And have they believed? We would probably have a church of 50,000 if that was the case. They were amazed. That word amazed means they were astonished. They were thrown into a wonderment. What could this be? Truly, this is the son of David. Look how close they came to the kingdom. Look how close they came. I'd like you to turn to Psalms 136. Psalms 136. Saints, we don't want to come close to the kingdom. We want to get in the kingdom. And a lot of you people, maybe that are visiting this morning, even some of our young people, don't just say that you're amazed at the meetings that we've had over the year of 2017. And be amazed and not do something about it. I, I would admonish you this morning, as we look at this incomprehensible God, that He would actually come to your own individual heart and beckon you to come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is an incredible thought, that God should love a sinner such as I. Don't take for granted the people that are sitting around you. They are one out of a billion. One out of this generation, one out of that generation. It is the amazing grace of God that can literally turn the heart of the children back to the faith of our fathers. It's an amazing thing and it's a wonderment to me. Psalms 136 verse 4. I might be mentioning some of your names. I got a phone list here. I started to, to go over it from the beginning and start using your names and started to, to, put, to put down your wonderment. And I got so tired of writing so much wonderment, I stopped. So you know your own wonderment. And we'll get into that, but I might be using this for for just backup notes. Psalms 136 and verse 4, the Bible says, To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. David is very uh, pointed on this subject. 
It's to Him who doeth great wonders. God does great wonders. It was God that healed the blind. It was God that gave hearing to the deaf. God does great wonders. And they're amazed. And I want to say to you this morning, when I look at you, I am amazed. Because, you know, if you put it on the great scale of life, and you see how Satan has ravaged humanity, and has caused such insanity... That you can sit here with a sound mind. Sit here under the glory of God. Not defiled by Satan or Laodicea. I am amazed. Simply. Simply I'm amazed that your wives aren't running around with other men. Or vice versa. Or our young people lost to the world. I'm amazed at the power of God that can keep them by the Word of God. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that we don't serve God with more fervor to see what He's done within our lives and that we can't just worship Him. And listen, in this service, if we talk about the amazement of God and His incomprehensible being that he is and and you just want to shout glory to God lift up your hands jump up I don't care what you want to do if you want to glorify God and stop being a statue you will make me happy I know when we get to heaven there will be singing shouting I do know that and I know I'll be one of them and I don't want to wait till I get to heaven to rejoice To Him alone, to Him alone, doeth great wonders. To God be the glory, great things He has done. Can I say, I'm, not, I'm just going to try and follow my notes this morning. Can I, can I say, because I'm going to intersperse some thoughts here with song. I will sing of my Redeemer and His wondrous love to me. He alone doeth wonder. And it's a wonder that you're here. It's a wonder that we can serve God in the beauty of holiness. On the cross he sealed my pardon, saved from death and set me free. How about the old chorus we used to sing? Wonderful, wonderful Jesus is to me. How many know that little chorus? We used to sing that quite often. There is a wonder. And people will stand, which I have been as guilty as everybody else, so it's still a wonder, at a sunset. How many have jumped out of a car with a camera and said, that's the most beautiful sunset? Am I the only guilty one here? Is there a few guilty ones here? Just help, just help me out here. You jumped out of your car, you got your camera, said, that's the most beautiful, gorgeous sunset we've ever had. And you've looked at the picture and go, meh. Because there's been another more wonderful sunset. There's a wonder of a sunset in an evening. How many have seen the wonder of a sunrise? 
And you look at the mountains in its glory and you see the pinks and you see the purple mountains. And you see that sun shining. I don't, I don't know about you, but I have a wonder over that. It's wonder. But there is another wonder of wonders that thrills my soul. Jesus loves me. Amen. The sunsets can come, the sunsets can go. But the wonder of wonders is Jesus loves me. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called what? His name shall be called what? He's wonderful. So we say the word wonderful, and it can be so often used. That's wonderful. But this is what God is. Wonderful. And so I'd like to take a look at the word wonderful so that you can appreciate when you say it. He's wonderful. So, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called what? Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Wonderful. So if we take a look at the word wonderful, and we say he's wonderful, and indeed he is, that actually means or translates to the point, my title, is him being wonderful is him being incomprehensible. My Jesus is wonderful. And the very fact that he's wonderful, my limited brain doesn't understand the wonderment of God. Wonderful means it's incomprehensible. That means it's extraordinary or more to our term is it excites an amazement. He's wonderful. And when we say he's wonderful, it excites an amazement. The wonder of God. Well, I won't get into the Greek or I won't get into the Hebrew, but they all match and they overlay each other in its definition. But it actually goes to the word that we often use. And I remember in the 80s, the word, a common catchword was awesome, man. Awesome. And I loved, we, we had this fellow come through, he was a professor of something, I don't know a professor of what, but he was a professor of something, and every second word was, man, it's awesome, it's awesome. We're sitting at the dinner table, Brother Mike Hunt was at that table, and all of a sudden, I think Mike got to the point that I was at, but he said it a lot quicker. He jumped up and said, there's only one that's awesome, and that's God. <laughs> So there's words, catch words that are related to God that we so somehow and Satan uses that just makes it common. 
But when you say he's wonderful, he's incomprehensible, he's extraordinary, he's surpassing all wisdom and thought, and he excites an amazement. It means or refers to that which is awesome. Beyond human understanding or comprehension. So when you're saying God is wonderful, really you're saying, I don't understand Him. No boy, now we're... That really gets it there. He's wonderful. Yes, He is. But do you understand the incomprehensible, wonderful God? We'll get into it. Don't worry. How do you... So I'm just going to, you know, bring it down, down, down. All things were made by Him. And without Him was nothing made that was made. Now you tell me you understand him. Let, maybe if the brothers wouldn't mind, throw up the first slide. We uh, we've all seen all these different types of slides. Of course, me I, I'm enamored with the universe and my um, pictures of stars and galaxies and and so forth. And I won't get into the <laughs> numbers of numbers, but you know, God just rolls this. Remember, He just rolled. Brother Bram said He just rolled this off His hands. You tell me you understand him? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, yeah you look at that a long time. It's, it's, it is, excites an amazement. Right. Amen. Can I say that's my God? Amen. That's my Lord Jesus? Ah, I think I'll just make another universe. <laughs> Oh, but you understand the divinity of God. I'm not trying to belittle it. I'm just trying to raise your amazement of it. This is your God. Now, how do we limit this type of God? This is, my, this is where we really, really like to go. How do we limit this awesome God that we serve? Can He do anything? Can he do anything? For the Bible says this, all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Oh, just make another one. And knows every star by name. And science will tell you there are an infinite number of stars. But my Bible says he knows them all by name. Then the infinite God knows the infinite names. And through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God so that that which are seen are made of things which do not appear. Now you put that one together. Ah, I love it when you're quiet. Because I know your gray matter is really working. I just want to throw another universe out there. I'll throw another galaxy out there. I'll throw an infinite number of stars out there and have man wonder at it. Because that's what he is. Isn't that, Jean, isn't that awe-inspiring? But you know what? We don't even have time to look at this. 
It's like one, one commentary says, and I, I, I liked it so much. He says, we're so enamored by fiction when there's so much to be enamored of by nonfiction. We get so enamored by Hollywood, which is nothing and it's garbage. And God's got a whole universe out there for you to enjoy, to excite you. You get bored, you just get on the, on, on the Hubble Space Satellite. You won't be bored no more. You'll be running around your chair. And they're trying to find the beginning. A silly microscope or mirror, a polished mirror on a satellite made by man is trying to find the beginning. It doesn't matter which part of the universe and galaxy you go to, it's gorgeous. A diamond on your finger has nothing to do like that. I want you to enjoy God this morning. I want you to be excited because the God that created by the spoken word is living in you. Hallelujah. No other people on the face of the earth outside of the bride are realizing that God and man have united again. The power of God that is in his people again. That is a wonderment. That's incomprehensible. Oh, but I thought I'd bring you down to earth. We look at the heavens and we look at the beauty of the heavens, but I'll just take you up north. Wouldn't you like to go there? I've been close to there. Brother Biscal took me up there close. Lake is a little bit... Ah, but here's another one. And Brother Bram said he emptied out his mortar box. That is wonderful, Brother Hugh. I could look at that for a long time. In fact, you could put me on the bank of that little lake, but give me a sandwich and I'll stay there all day. Ah, power. I, we don't have enough time. I, I just said, you know, just Google it. No, show me some wonderful sites. <laughs> show me some, and, the, and these are sites that somebody else thinks they're wonderful. But how do they know that I'm wondering at their wonderful sites? How do they not know that I wonder at other sites that are more wonderful? I know that makes, I don't know. Try and figure that one out. Hmm? Northern Lights. Ah, we're getting close to home, aren't we? Can I ask you a question? Is that beautiful? Is that awe-inspiring? You know God made that? My God made that? Your God made that? Amen. That's why the Bible says, To Him alone doth great wonders. They look at skyscrapers made by man. They said, oh, that's marvelous. I'll, hey, I'll take nature any day over what Satan creates in this. Oh, my goodness. Give me that place. Where is that place? I thought I'd throw in Grand Canyon, Brother West. Maybe you'd like that. 
Are you wondering? Yes. Are you awe inspired? Yes. People go there and they stand on the edge and all they see is the rock around them. And they get so disappointed. I said, why don't you just go buy a book of the guy that flew in the airplane. He gets to see everything. There is no God like our God. I thought I'd throw in a little bit of Southern South America. And you know, we don't have North America doesn't have everything, you know. And we get so self, you know. Wouldn't you like to go hiking there? Forget the panthers and everything else and snakes, but But is that not awe-inspiring, Dave? And we don't have a clue what heaven's going to be like. Brother Bram said, God has been, Jesus has been spending thousands of years to prepare heaven for you. This was just let there be and there was. Let there be and there was. Let there be and there was. And look the beauty of it. How about the bamboo forest? Natural event made naturally not by man. That's not an atomic bomb. Mount Fuji. And that cloud, that, that cloud gets made. Isn't that beautiful? I just thought I'd, you could see a few of these things because, you know, one might not awe inspire you, but the next one will. That is gorgeous. Now, you think we have mountains. This is down in Peru. It's called the Rainbow Mountains. That God that you have loved and do serve is the one that spoke that by His Word. Breathtaking? Awe-inspiring? That God came in this generation, stood by a prophet to proclaim His Word. People look at it and they see the wonderment of nature, but we know the God that created that nature. That God is your Savior. That God is your healer. That God is your Redeemer. I say praise Him this morning. I believe one, of the, one is in uh, Peru. This is, one is this in China. How does that happen? Are, are you inspired yet? Does your, you know, your understanding... And this is where I really get right down to. We think we know God. And then we try to influence other people to know what we know about what we think we know about this incomprehensible God. Don't limit your gray matter. Let the Word influence you. Let the Word inspire you. Let the word become a thrill to you. 
if God could make nature that awe-inspiring, how will He make His Word awe-inspiring? Will they say, they were amazed? Wonderful, incomprehensible. It's a mystery unveiled. It refers to God's awesomeness and it impacts your comprehension. Isn't that marvelous? That, that, is, that is indeed a feat. Been there, seen it. Incredible what man can do. But it does not hold a candlestick to what God has done. Brother Bram said he wrote the Bible in the stars. He wrote the Bible in the pyramid. And he's got the written word. They still call that the only wonder of the world that is still standing. Let me tell you something. When a prophet says that the pyramid is a type of the word of God, it cannot crumble. And the only part that's crumbled around it is man has destroyed it. And as though they've been trying to destroy the Word of God. But nevertheless, it's still a wonder of the world. Let me show you another wonder. Now we're going down to botany life. The wonder of it. Look at the colors of it. Look how delicate it is. When God thought of this, He did not rethink it. He didn't say, well, you know, rather than have those strands going on like that, I'm going to make it one big solid pedal. Brother Branham said, His thoughts are perfect. So everything you see is God's creative word in perfection. He doesn't get a better idea. That is one of the wonders of the plant world. Then let me just show you dust. God took the dust. And you say you understand God? He can take a handful of dust and make all your circulatory system just like that. Just like that. Come on. Take your brain. Makes your body just like that. Is he wonderful? Is he awesome? Look at the intricacy of the body. And he just takes the dust. And people lift up their gray matter over mankind. Isn't that incredible? This is the way I see it. Really? Let's get the way God sees it. And so man was so muffled up, he had to send Malachi 4 to give you the very thought and mind of God regarding his word. Remember, he just took the dust and made this. 
And I, I wish that was better for you, but now it's showing you all the circulatory system, all the kidneys, all the, how each one functions. There are 59 specialties of doctors that study the body in the various areas. 59 credited offices that they study their whole lifetime on one thing. And God just takes the dust. You can turn it off right now, thanks. I hope you're amazed. But God, Brother Bram said, cannot progress in that way because He was made perfect to begin with and perfection cannot progress anymore. It's already perfection. Amen. Amen. So He don't have to say, well, this is a different age. We got a better thought now. If it is, He can't be God. So if he is God, what he spoke back there, he has to stay with it because he was perfect there and he's perfect now. See? You see it? Then he can't progress. See? He can't. He can't embetter things. He can't make things better. He can't make this a little say and this will be a little better. That's not our God. When He does something, it's perfect. When He opens His Word, it's perfect. You don't have to make it a little better. You say what He says. Don't add, don't subtract, you believe it. If a God that can speak universes, can speak into in, 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 and flowers and botany life and mountains and the whole human system, that by His Word and by just doing what He does, because He's an awesome God, can't our God save your children? Can't this God deliver you from everything you need deliverance from? Then how dare us limit God? How dare us put a limit on God when He's unlimited? He's incomprehensible. He's awesome. He's wonderful. Amen. And you mothers need to say amen. I want to hear the mother say amen. I want to hear the brother say amen. Praise the Lord. He's an awesome God. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. And Jesus is His name. Hallelujah. Then I don't care what situation you have going into 2018. I am sorry, friends. I don't limit God in anything. He can give children when you can't have children. He can save your children when they look unsavable. He can heal you when the doctors say it's impossible. You go into this year rejoicing and knowing your God is wonderful. He's altogether lovely. Hallelujah. And that God that we saw came to this generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Bram said, now just look up right now. Just look up right now. Just look up. Don't look in your Bible. Look at me. He said, look up. Look up. Get the promise now. Get the promise now. Father, I believe you. 
I have the promise. I am here under your anointing. Amen. The Holy Spirit is falling down like tongues of fire. Is he the same? Is he the same, Brother John? He is the same up there as he is down here. He is the same in that service as he is right now. Tons of fire are falling right now. Why limit God? He's a wonder-working God. He's an awesome God. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir, tongues of fire are falling right now. It's sitting on all your hearts, and it's burning. I would love to do a skip and a dance. Yes, Lord, your word is burning in my heart this morning. Hallelujah. It's burning. It's burning in the hearts of the Christians that have faith. That's why some can sit there and fall asleep because they're not working by faith. And another person over here can stand up and rejoice and claim the promise of God. That's why they were amazed and others called them Beelzebub and the devil in the same scripture. But I want to say to you this morning, I believe I'm in a group of people that are amazed at the wonderment of God. How's your heart doing this morning? Is it burning? Amen. Tongues of fire are falling. Hearts are burning with those that have Christian faith who believe. He said, bless us now, Father. Bless us now. May that angel that was sent forth by, to thy servant that's standing by me tonight meet every disease till every demon is screaming. Amen. Why don't you believe that this morning? Every devil screaming. Glory to God. You know, maybe if you got just a little bit of fire, the next one might catch on fire. You know, do the church good. Do the church good. People that want the most amens can't even amen. Terrible. Terrible. You want the church to have life? And and half the church is expounding and saying praise God. And the other half are just living off of your excitement. And that to me is terrible. When I see the Holy Spirit falling. And half the people rejoicing. And half the other people are just looking around. Don't live off of somebody else's experience. You live off of what God is burning in your own heart. People that want God the most are the quietest. Know so much about God and can't even praise Him. Something's wrong. I'm sorry. It doesn't match the Scripture. Doesn't match the Word. He said, aren't there hearts of flame? He said, may the angel that's present, may he go through this audience. And the, the one that is standing by me, your servant tonight, may it go after and meet those diseases till every demon spirit will scream out. Hallelujah. 
When Jesus came, what happened to Legion? When Jesus came, it was those demons that screamed out and said, Is it now our time? I tell you what, sons of God, daughters of God, we need to start manifesting the God part in our lives. So that demons will scream at the presence of God that is in the believer. Hallelujah. May the power be predominant, driving out every sick person from this building, every afflicted who's sitting here in chain, in chairs, bound, shaking, palsy, paralyzed, stroke, cancer-ridden. Oh, Christ, hear your servant this morning. I say, oh, God, hear us this morning. You're an awesome God. You're a wonder-working God. He said, you're healed the same way. He said, what is it, sister? You thought you had heart trouble. See, the problem, a wonderful part of this is when God starts to move in, you might have a problem, but when God moves, you have no problem. How often they said when Brother Bram would come up, he said, Sister dear, you were healed in that prayer line. As you were coming up here, the angel of the Lord healed you while you were in the line. And the word went out and healed the people. How many of us have come to church sick, down, depressed? We hear the word all of a sudden. The Holy Spirit anoints our heart. We throw up our hands. We said, Jesus. And all of a sudden you're healed. Your depression leaves you. Your sickness is gone. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah, Brother Victor. This is what we preach and this is what we believe. You need it for yourselves. You need it for your children. Sister dear, you had heart trouble. Amen. You thought you had it. Amen. How about you with a nervous heart? It's all gone from you. It beats a rainbow mountain. It beats a wonderful sunset. It beats it all, saints. Because the Son of Righteousness is arising with healing in His wings. Moving over the people. He said, do you believe me? He says, then just go off the platform. Now, here wasn't a, this wasn't a big dramatization, Daniel. This wasn't big at all. He said, do you believe me? You had, you know, you had a heart trouble? You're depressed? Whatever. Just walk off here rejoicing. Don't get too, too complicated in your believing. Remember, whatever you think that you can complicate, he's greater than your complication. Just go off and say, thank you, Jesus. Just go out of the church, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just go off the platform, say, thank you, Lord. Come, lady. You believe me to be a prophet? You believe that God will reveal to me what's wrong with you? He said, every demon in this building is screaming for help. That's a wonder-working God. I never lived to be there. in that building is in this building this morning he was a wonder working God with William Branham and he's a wonder working God with the bride of Jesus Christ
relationships healed? Healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Why not? Why not? Every demon is screaming in this building. I want the year 2017 to go out letting the devil know God is present and he is defeated. You're not going out of here a weak need bride. We are going out of here victorious. Amen. We are taking back what has already been given us. We've had too many squatters on the land. But that abstract deed was given to me. It was given to you. And the wonderment of it is, ask anything in my name, believing. Sister Totsie, you claim your son in the name of Jesus Christ. How many alcoholics have we seen delivered in this church? You're looking at one. God can deliver from drugs. God can deliver from infidelity. God can deliver from anything. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, any gay demon, we bind it this morning. Any lesbian spirit, we bind it this morning. Any pornography demon, we bind it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. My God is able by His Word. Look what He did by His Word. Galaxies by His Word. Tandy by His Word deliver you this morning. Hallelujah. He can give you the Holy Ghost like you've never had before. Licks of fire falling down in this building. He can set your soul aflame. I say, let the fire fall. Let the backslider become a front slider. Hallelujah. You keep pulling, saints, because God wants to do something this morning. children in Jesus name this is token time the promise that it's token age you claim them in Jesus name Satan has squatted on your property too long you have got the title deed Jesus, let the hallelujahs roll. That God in the 50s, that God in the 60s, is that God in 2017. The fire that fell at Pentecost is the same fire that's fallen this morning. Hallelujah. Glory. And I'm not going to let no unbelieving devil hinder the moving of the Holy Spirit. We're going to stand united this morning. 
And as a young person, you can hand out any track you want, but you better become a living track. You better become the living word. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Praise Him. Oh, how I love Jesus. The God that came and met me 40 some odd years ago is the same God that meets me in the same room. Amen. It means in a different way, but He's still alive and well. you do need to stand. Some of you do need to lift up your hands. Some of you do need to praise Him. Hallelujah. Are you ready for this? That same one that said the fire's falling. The fire's falling. He said He's here and the time now is to be healed. This is your time. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Today is the day. This is the time to be healed. Then he says, now sister dear, you got cancer. You got cancer in a bad case. He said, everybody with cancer, stand to your feet. Amen. And you're healed at this time. Amen. That's a wonderment, Michael. That's a wonderment. It beats the sunset. It beats the rainbow mountain. It beats the flower. You are the flowers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got another quote here, Brother Kim. You'll love this one. He said, the dove is flying all around the building. The dove, the one that descended, is descending again. And he's flying around the building this morning. I want to say to God be the glory. Hallelujah. That's why wonderful. He's wonderful. He's glorious. And the definition means he excites amazement. I think you've been excited to the amazement of God this morning. Can we praise him together? Can we give him the glory together? Hallelujah. Praise our God. Praise our God. I don't care if your children are cold. God's going to make them hot. I don't care what condition they're in. God is going to save them, fill them, deliver them. I don't care what your wife's condition is. I don't care what your husband's condition is. Amen, Brother Matthew. I wish I had a punching bag right now. Punch the devil a good one and say, I claim my family. God vindicated your claim. And God will vindicate your claim this morning by you believing what you ask for. And it, it, it cites an amazement. Amen. The crowd was amazed. Are you amazed this morning? 
I'm amazed that He loves me. I'm amazed that I'm in the economy of God. I'm amazed that I'm a son of the living God. I'm amazed you're daughters of God. Hallelujah. Aren't you amazed this morning that some here are 40 years, Brother Ken, over 40. Gil, we're still here. Bev, we're still here. Linda, we're still here. Joanne, Marilyn, we are still here. Hallelujah. Michael, Gagne, you are still here. Hallelujah. Does that not amaze you that you've got your wife sitting beside you? I'm amazed that you can pick up a window cleaner and God would have His Word come to your address. I'm amazed that He got a hold of your hearts and He's preparing you for a body change. Because you're going to walk into your new body. I'm amazed. I'm going to have a new foot. I'm amazed. Put whatever you want in there and watch your wonder working God. Put it on your lips. Watch the high priest move. Sister Elizabeth, you put your boys on your lips. You claim Matthew. You take Joel and say, devil, you cannot have them. Hallelujah. Amen. Is he Inca? incomprehensible I say yes he is is he wonderful yes he is is he awe inspiring yes he is and that God is living in me that God is living in you why don't we stand to our feet and rejoice this morning together to God be the glory great things he has done and is doing there is no God like my God. Hallelujah. There is no God. Why don't you say like my God? Has God delivered you? Then the God that delivered you can deliver your children and your children's children. This truth is marching on. This word is going forward. We're not going to let we're not going to let the bars down. We're going to raise them up higher. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the balcony say amen. Is he amazing? Is he wonderful? Amen, Brother John. God bless you. Claim them. Why do you claim them? Claim them in the name of Jesus. Amen, Brother John. This is what we live for. Happy to have you home. Praise the Lord. Anybody else want to claim anything? 
Amen. Speak it out. Loud and clear. I used to have two friends. And they still are my friends. They're standing in this church. Linda and Kent. They would speak my name. And here I am. Why don't you speak a name? I claim him in Jesus' name. Don't cross your arms. Lift up your arms. Let the angel of God pass by. Didn't that little woman say, when the Messiah cometh, he'll do these things. Brother Bam says, we have Messiah. We have God amongst us, saints of God. God is here to do exceedingly and abundantly. Hallelujah. There is no God like my God. Brother Ryan, why don't you help me out? There is no God. There is no God. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Praise Him. Put a mic on for Brother Ryan. Hallelujah. This is a time to rejoice. We're going into the New Year's Eve service. We can go in victory. We can go knowing our God is wonderful. He is awesome. He's done exceedingly abundantly this year. I went over the prayer meeting at the tent meeting and saw hundreds of you go through. I say, my God is wonderful. And I don't believe it's for the moment that you went through that prayer line. I believe that's why I wrote your names down in this little phone book. And I said, God gave them victory. God gave them healing. God gave them joy. God gave them the Holy Ghost. We don't live from meeting to meeting, saints. We are a continual meeting. There is no one like this one. Help, let's sing it, Brother Ryan. He stretches
like the power of prayer like our God that answers prayer to think in the great plan of redemption this awesome wonderful incomprehensible God could funnel down to a blood cell and be born of a virgin incomprehensible think of it the great plan of redemption incomprehensible incomprehensible where Paul writes in Colossians and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your minds by wicked works yet now hath he reconciled and the Amplified says and although you were at one time estranged and alienated hostile in your mind toward him participating in evil things God rich in mercy has reconciled you through the blood to me saints of God that's awe inspiring what a wonder working God we serve as we bow our heads and close our eyes we have a service tonight at 9 o'clock I want you to go over in your mind and rehearse how the Lord, how wonderful He has been to you. Not only through this year, but from the time God called you. The germ, Brother Brown said, that was in you, found you. To me, saints, these are all wonderful quotes, but it's a reality. He's wonderful. It's incomprehensible. That somebody out in Chilliwack somewhere had a seed gene of God planted in them before the foundation of the world and brought me to Calvary to the realization of the opening of His Word. This is all so wonderful. Would you ponder this 
as we come tonight rejoicing with those that will speak and those that will sing. May God give you a blessed time as we enter into another new year. Brother Jean, nice to have you back. God bless you. Nice to see Daddy home. Let's bow our heads. Father, we love your presence and we love the moving of the Holy Spirit. But most of all, we love it, Lord, when you take a life and you can change it by the power of God. Lord, I just pray that if there be any unsaved that's in this presence this morning, that something would awaken within them and cry out and say, that God is now my God. You're my Savior. Save my sin-sick soul, Lord. I am miserable. Satan has so made me so miserable. But I want the joy of God. I want the peace that passes understanding. I need to know you in the power of your resurrection. So, Lord, if there be any unsaved here this morning, I pray, God, that the door of their heart be open to the knock of God that is tugging and knocking at it right now. I pray you'll save the lost, Lord. Those that desire a filling and refilling of the Holy Spirit, let that same fire fall. Let the dove circle this building. Lord, we're rejoicing in your presence this morning. Lord, we've put souls on our lips. We've asked for their souls. I send the Holy Spirit. I send the token. As your prophet taught us, Lord, he said, send the token with your prayer. So we send the Holy Ghost himself after our loved ones, Lord. Father, we will stand believing. It doesn't matter what unbelief comes. As Paul wrote in the scripture, unbelief does not hinder God. So we will stand with the assurance that what we ask for we shall receive. Bless your children, Lord. Bless your children as they now go their way. and We'll come back tonight. May it be a blessed time of rejoicing. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. He's an awesome God. How many want to make a now a positive confession? You can lift up your hand whatever you want to do. You've asked for something from God. How many of you are going to believe that you're going to receive what you've asked for from God? May God honor your faith. You say, Brother Tom, we lifted your hand to you. No, Brother Bram so often said, you didn't lift your hand to me. You lifted it to him. That you're showing him, I believe. I believe. I, I do believe. God bless you. God be with you. Give you a wonderful afternoon and whoever you're fellowshipping with. Fellowship around the wonderfulness of God. Shake one another's hand. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Give you a wonderful afternoon.